Welcome to Become an Idol. I'm Dr. Robin Sargent, owner of Idol Courses. This is the place where newbies come to learn and veterans share their knowledge. I have here with me today, Corey Worrell, and you are just going to love hearing from Corey. I met Corey right before the Idle Courses Academy started, and we have had a conversation of kind of his big goals and where he wants to start first. And so now Corey has been through the academy. He has landed his first full-time instructional design job, and I just cannot wait for you to hear his journey. So Corey, will you please introduce yourself, tell us your former occupation and kind of where you were and how you started before you joined the Academy. Yeah. So as you know, at this point, uh, my name is Corey Worrell. I am from Houston, Texas. And so I have a background in sales and training development and giving, I want to say, keynote presentations, uh, doing workshops and things of that nature. I spent a couple of years. I worked for Tony Robbins for a couple of years helping, basically helping companies to be able to improve performance, things of that nature. So for me, I would definitely say that, you know, when you're when you're speaking, there's a lot of power that comes from doing workshops and having that one-on-one with, with the audience, right? And so the only thing hiccup on my side that I felt was, you know, it, it's great when you talk to someone one time or you spend a week training and developing them. But for me, I wanted something that, had more legs and that really allowed me to be able to meet someone where they are and really develop them for the long haul. And so eventually I ended up getting into, I worked for a nonprofit for a little bit, recruitment, training, things of that nature. And I was really passionate about really diving into instructional design. And truth be told, finishing up my my master's in August, educational technology, whoop, whoop, go Tigers. But one of the things I, I just want to kind of pinpoint is, you know, when you're taking course, not nothing against taking, you know, classes and courses for, you know, higher degrees and things of that nature. But when it comes to instructional design, idle courses really just broke it down. And I was really see- seeking something that gave me a step-by-step process in, as to how to be able to land a, an instructional design job. You know, there's things here, there, there's little bits and pieces here, there, but I really knew that there is more than just applying and hoping someone picks you up. And a lot of these companies want individuals with experience. They want you to have familiarity with certain products and things of that nature and certain software, certain authoring tools. And for me, like I wasn't finding they weren't talking about that in, in, in my in my courses. So as I continued, so I just Googled and I said, what do you need to become an instructional designer in the real world or something like that? And uh, idle courses came up. I took a look at the page that Robin had, that Sergeant had, and I was immediately hooked. I was like, this is what I need because she she really broke down what you need step by step by step from, you know, how to be able to build 
your skill sets in instructional design step by step, how to be able to market yourself as an instructional designer, all of the preparatory pieces you need to develop so that you can be an instructional designer. What are the hiring managers looking for and how to be able to practice? I mean, it was like, <laughs> I felt like she was holding my hand and walking walking me through the process as I was, re- I was like, holy, holy moly. And I'm the type of person, I don't, I don't, you know, when it's something, you know, I'm very weary as to what I invest in, but when I see something that is literally going to help me directly, I pull the trigger immediately. There's no, I don't need to think about that. And so when I just looked at that, at the full process, you know, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm instantly hooked. And so getting into the academy, I mean, like I say, it's everything, it's everything that it's reported that it is. I remember a while back, then this is before I got my job with, with, with Nike, I saw a post somewhere where they were talking about is is idle courses really worth the investment? And I was like, most definitely. Like there's nowhere else. There's sometime in order to get to the next level, you have to be willing to invest in yourself. And everything in life is not free. You have to be able to sacrifice something. And I can honestly tell you, if you're really serious about, you know, getting an instructional design, not kind of tipping your toe in, kind of seeing how things are, you're really serious, you really want to make that change, you know, getting involved with this with this great academy is there's no there's no question as to whether or not you should do it. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, and I didn't, I didn't even remember some of those pieces. And so, I mean, you, Corey, you were already kind of in the training space, right? It was like performance improvement and those kinds of things. And when you came into the academy, I mean, you definitely learn about landing a job and then, but the other pieces about actually designing instruction, solving training problems and things like that. What were some of the things that just kind of were aha moments for you or just stuck out or things that you just weren't exposed to in your master's program or in the research you'd done before you joined? So uh, (laughs) (laughs) there's so much there. That's a big question. There's so much there. (laughs) Um, So I'd start off saying like the master's program, it's a great program. But when I tell you like, they kind of like, they throw out an idea. Like I probably say out of the whole course, there were different elements of different things, but there was like one, I think it was one module we did on, on instructional design. You're not going to learn everything you need just from one little module on instructional design. I'm just saying. So I knew that I needed more. So from an instructional design standpoint, going through idle completely shifted the way that I viewed training. It really imprinted in my brain a process of looking at a scenario, really looking at the outcome, looking at outcomes first, and really building from you know outcomes, and then identi- definitely identifying the pivotal tasks that you need in order to be able to create those outcomes. And from that point, definitely in- being able to implement the right kind of objectives that really spur you know your learners or end users to really be able to internalize what it is you're trying to do. So it just really helped me start looking at things from outcome first and then building backwards. And it really exposed me to also how to actually be able to interact 
with subject matter experts, stakeholders, really understanding like the process of how how things work. That's something that I can honestly say that I found that nowhere else. No one else talked about the process because that's another reason why I feel employers you know, look for the things that they look for. Because if you've never, if you don't understand how to be able to interact with subject matter experts, stakeholders, how to be able to have those kickoff meetings, you know, how to be able to identify whether a training is even needed or not. And that was another piece, understanding, analyzing it and, and seeing what their actual requests are, what's actually happening there and identifying whether or not, you know, you actually need to build a course or if you just need to develop, you know, an asset or, you know, what would be most effective for for the time and money. And by being able to really assess that and talk to that, that was a, that was a huge piece in my interview process to where, you know, they were like, wow, like you really get it. So that was a huge piece. And then also we're talking like the design got I, I got really familiar, more familiar with Bloom's taxonomy. I got familiar with a little bit of the Gagne, the Addy model and really, really working those processes and really understanding it. So, yeah, there's just so like you really get I, I really say that you really get the process. And what was shocking to me when I would go into um, when I would have interviews like as I was speaking, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know you guys had put so much into my head because it was just like <laughs> spilling out. And I was like, wow, that actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> like, really? And, and, and it made me feel like, wow, like it's really it's really working. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Some people say it's drinking from a water hose, the immersion technique. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And, and I would definitely say, too, that, you know, sometimes like there, it's not I, I was also working at the time. And so it's kind of hard to put as much time into it as much as you like. But one of the things you guys talk about is you know, doing it messy and just carving out what little time that you have. And one of the one of the things that I've seen is even sometimes when I was working on things, sometimes I'll put it on in the background of my headphones. I'd hear you talking about where there was different models, different approaches, different, different aspects of the interview process and different things. I would just keep it going on in in, in the background. And like what would happen what would end up happening is it was still getting in there. <laughs> so 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 as I spoke, it would start to come out and I would begin to remember things. And it was really, really, I'd say definitely transformational. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's the, that's the word that just gives me all the goosebumps. Right? <laughs> I was. mean, cause that's, I mean, that's, that's the goal, right? It's, I mean, that's what we want for our learners ultimately. And that's absolutely what I want. So I want to hear kind of some of the, you know, what are some of the challenges you had along the way? And so did you start, Corey, I can't remember. Did you start in January of 2021 or did you start in September of 2020? No, I started this year, this year. You of, did. It was yeah. January. Yeah. It seemed, yeah. It seemed like a long time ago, but it really wasn't. Yeah. So I, I, I would definitely say I, I'm one of those where, you know, I'm working and doing, I was working. So that I'll say it like this. So it was a lot going on. I had going on. So one, you know, I was, I was working, then I was, you know, still doing my, you know, my master's program. And then there was also the idle courses. And then, you know, you also have to practice. You have to practice creating different you know, assets, creating different, different aspects. So there was, there was a lot going on. And so it's, it's, 
you know, I'm only one person. So it's like you have to be able to divide your time effectively. So I would definitely say that a challenge was, you know, take a piece. I would say whatever, however much time you can dedicate daily, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, just select the time that works for you. Give yourself that time and just do it daily. And what happens is over time that it, it just builds, you You get that momentum, you get that habit in you. So no matter what happens, you still have that peace. And what happens is it just builds over time. And so the key is not to take everything in and try to do it all at once. Some people have the time to do it, go for it. But the key really is to take a piece every day and work on it every day for that a lot of time. And I, I think that that's even sometimes when I had so much going on, you know, making sure that I took time to dedicate a little bit at a time, that is what really, really allowed me to, to, to get to that next level. Okay. So you joined in January and then how long was it before you had your portfolio, your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and you started applying? So, so I'll say it like this. So I, I had I had a Google website. It was not it was not it was like a that's one of the things when when I was coming in, I had a Google website that uh, we did some assignments for for my master's program on. But when I got into Idle, I don't know if it was Tabitha or who it was, they were like, Yeah, so you need to like really like change all this up. And <laughs> <laughs> because it was a lot of like education, educational stuff. And I was looking at more the corporate. And so I had to like revise that. And I, I knew that I needed to have that. So I went on ahead and I revised that entire website. So that I probably say uh, I probably dedicated, I don't know, maybe, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a couple weeks and really just kind of took my time, put, put things together. I would say that. As far as applying, I had applied to different places, but because I was so busy, I really didn't have the time to kind of like follow up how I wanted to. Now, here's here's how, you know, by the grace of God, this is, this is how things did work out. So I wasn't like, I, I didn't have the time to really go out and just apply like crazy. There were different companies I did apply with, but I didn't have the time to, to just do it like crazy. But one of the keys that I learned in Idle was when you talked about the LinkedIn. And so you was like, you was like, hey, I need you to completely change this LinkedIn up, get this thing set up. You were talking about on, on one of your, on how to be able to build an instructional design LinkedIn profile. So I, that's, that's one of the things I definitely was like, I'm gonna make sure this thing is right. And I took my time, went through step-by-step, step, you know, the, the courses on how to be able to revise your LinkedIn. And you were like, <laughs> you were like, yeah, so check this number right here. That'll tell you, you know, how many views or how many people are actually looking at your page. And I think at the time I had like zero. And so you're like, yeah, check that thing. So you're gonna start seeing, you're gonna, and these are legit companies, people. These are legit companies. And so I was like, all right, I'm just gonna do it because I don't have time for a lot of other things, but I'm gonna dedicate to this. So I went through there, I changed all the little headlines, I added some different assets, I changed the titles in certain certain areas where it needs to be kind of revised. And after, I don't know, I mean, after a day or so, I started seeing that number. And I was like, oh, wow, it's actually working. So like, 
<laughs> so like after a while, you know, I, I maybe like a month after I uh, I started getting a couple couple people that would you know say, hey, I'm interested. I have an instructional design position. So I started kind of entertaining a few, and then maybe I don't know, maybe like the third or fourth person, they was like, hey, I have an instructional design position. Can't really talk about it. And so I was like, okay. So then we call on the phone. It was like kind of super secretive. But they were like, they were like, yeah, this is with instructional position, you know, uh, working with Nike. And I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, really? So, um, so yeah, so I went through, I ended up going through that, through that process. And that's how I ended up getting the Nike position. So is the LinkedIn that really, that was the, that was the big deal because like a lot of, I guess a lot of people sleep on the LinkedIn and don't and just think, oh, it's just kind of what, it's just not that big of a deal. And not many people, no, nah, I mean, nah, I would definitely say, make sure the LinkedIn is right. Because like, that's like, people are going to be reaching out to you without you having to directly reach out to them first as we ordinarily would. So yeah, that was, that was huge. Oh my gosh, that was game changer for you. So yeah, what are you, are you telling us, Corey, that you updated your LinkedIn profile, you got a recruiter that messaged you and then you only went through one interview process and landed the job? Is that what you're telling us? Well, well, not, <laughs> no, no, no. What I'll say is this, it was two. It, I went okay. through two. So after going through two, then it was like, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get this guy. Because like, like I said, it was... When yeah, I, it was one job. It yeah. was one job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two interviews, yeah, but yeah. you only really yeah. applied to like yeah, one job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I always, I didn't actually even, like, I didn't even actually, like, apply. Like, other jobs I, I'd applied to, but that one was like, hey, send your, send your resume. You got your, got your stuff. You got your portfolio. Cool. And then we, you know, we ran with it. So, yeah, and, 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 the, and I say definitely the key is like you have to do the things that that you're you're talking about in idle courses, like all of these things matter. And I would definitely say, like, I haven't gone like there's so much content in there. Like, I have not gone through all of it. OK, but <laughs> I've gone. Nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you, there's all every time I go through, I'm like, whoa, there's this here, too. Like it's a comprehensive, it has everything that you need to thrive and to be successful to not even just get the job, but also to develop your instructional design career. I mean, I just got to even say that sometimes some of the content that shows up surprises me because Tabitha's in charge of getting like our academy faculty, our our guest workshops in there. And she got one in there from Bright carbon richard goring and he did a thing on how to create powerpoint presentations and and even i get to learn new things yeah (laughs) it's awesome it's awesome it is it is it's definitely like like i say anyone who's serious about doing instructional design there's no doubt you you in order to get to the next level in anything in life you have to be willing to you know sacrifice and just do whatever it takes. And I'm I'm that kind of person. I, like I say, I, I I don't I'm not a person that just jumps in without thinking about it. But when I see something, I recognize something that's going to get me where I need to be. I just pull the trigger immediately because I know it's going to get me there. So I want to hear about your interview process. Okay, so the recruiter messages you, gets you on the phone. It's like, Shh, 
it's for Nike. And then you're like, oh, it's for Nike. So then you have your first meeting. I mean, were you nervous? Did you prepare? What did you do? The kind of questions did they ask you? I want to know. So, so you never, you never, you never feel like you're, you're a hundred percent prepared just because it's just, it, it, I'll put it like this, especially like it, like for myself, I hadn't had like an instructional design like position before. So it's like other jobs that I've had, whether it was sales or where, you know, you have the experience, you, you, you kind of really have a deep understanding of, of the layout of, of what you're getting into, but instructional design was kind of different because I hadn't just, I dove into to the industry like that. So I was going off of, you know, what I've been using for idle courses. I mean, I use the idle course interview. I think it was three, four different interview kind of questions, situational questions and different kinds of things. And so I really focused in on uh, a lot of the situational questions and um, things of that nature. And so when I got, when I had the interview, the first interview, it was like, they would ask me situational questions or how would, how would approach certain instructional design scenarios. And so, you know, they, they may have asked me something like, let's say you have a stakeholder who, or subject matter expert who had, who are set in their ways, how would you go about convincing them of a more effective process? Or let's say someone is insistent on having a course. How would how would you go about explaining to them that a course may not necessarily be the most effective way to get the outcome? How would you assess you know certain certain situations? Or you know what's your what's your what's your instructional design process? How do you go about managing multiple projects? And so, so those are some of so those are some of the scenarios that, that they gave, and because I like it was one of those situations where when they were talking about what's the process, what process would you would you utilize, or what's your favorite process, and you know I would go through and I would really give them a full breakdown, probably more, probably more than what they were thinking, and and there was a point where uh, they were talking about I kind of went through Kirkpatrick's, and so they were like, wow, like you really know wow, that's amazing. You really know this stuff. And you can tell, like, I was like, wow, guess I do. <laughs> I said to myself. <laughs> Way to go, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. It was, but, but honestly, I kind of felt too, you know, as I was going through, it was like, I would pull from different, different courses and modules that I'd heard you and different other people that's part of the Idol Academy we're talking about with different scenarios. And it really, it re, as, the more as I begin to talk and go through the process, the more I, I became more confident. Like, so yeah, definitely. And so your, was your second interview, was it with the team or the VPs or? No, was that- it, it was with one of the individuals that was working with my manager. So mm-hmm. it was him and her. They were both on there because the first time was just he and I. But then the second one, it was all three of us. And so he just wanted to get her her thoughts on. We could, she kind of asked me some of the similar some of the similar questions, but they just wanted to make sure it was a it was a good fit. And and yeah, it was good. Okay, so now tell me about your role. Like, do you work on a team? What's your title? Have you you know what's been like your first? Well, how long have you been working? Like a month or so, or? Is it is it a month? I know. I don't I, even know. I, I don't know. I think it's like maybe three weeks. Maybe 
Yeah, I think it's about three weeks. So I I am a uh, Nike athlete experience instructional designer. And Woo! yeah, and <laughs> and I have a team of, a, of about five, six people. Oh, wow. And so, you know, it's crazy because there's there's, you know, the team isn't like a huge team, but there's so like there's so much that they do. And we, we work with other other departments as well. So it's crazy how it how it all works. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really, really good experience. Do you get to work remote? Oh, yes, most definitely. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, because I'm because I'm out in Texas and the headquarters is out in Oregon. So, you know, because of COVID and everything, everybody's working remotely. And from what I'm hearing, they probably keep it keep it like this. They kind of like it better working remotely but i will definitely at some point go visit go visit the hq so yeah yeah you gotta go get some nike swag definitely definitely (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm sure that other people want to know i'm just curious is there like an employee benefit when you're working at nike I cannot, I cannot confirm nor deny. Oh, you can't but, even say. Oh, but, I didn't know. But yes, there is. Um, <laughs> there is, but yeah, there's like, and, and it's, it's it's public knowledge, but uh, yeah, there is definitely, you do get perks, Nike perks with it. <gasps> cool. Well, so I have two more questions for you, Corey. And, um, the first one is, what's something that surprised or delighted or, you know, challenge you, whatever you want to say about working in your first full-time instructional design role? I, I would say just getting used to some of their processes. So just getting used to some of the workflows that, that, that they have, but like they have a really great, great, it's a great environment. Everybody's really welcoming. Everybody's really compassionate about you as an individual. Cause you know, you have some companies where it's just like, okay, get out there, work. But like here, they're really about caring about the, the, the person themselves. And so like I've had some great conversations with people throughout and it's been really, really great. It's it's a really supportive environment. Oh, my gosh. I, I just love that. OK, so now here is my final question, Corey, and that is what is your best advice for those that want to become an instructional designer? I'm, honestly, I would say that. You know, I've kind of said it throughout. If you're really serious about instructional design, the Idle Academy is the, is the way to go. Because like wherever you are, as far as, you know, your competency, as far as creating courses and, you know, instructional design, like there's something in there for everybody at every level. And there's no way, you know, everything that's within, you know, what's in Idle Academy. So I would definitely dive in. Because there is no doubt, like, this is the be- one of the best investments I've made, like, in my life. And, you know, if you really want to hop in, it's not an overnight thing. You have to put it into work. But if you're consistent, you'll definitely get the job. Because, like, there was a point where maybe, like, three months, three months in, now here during people getting jobs. And, th- and I'm like, man, I wish I had the time to dedicate to really doing a full-fledged job search. You know, by the grace of God, I was, you know, I hopped on that LinkedIn and I was like, look, if I can't do any, <laughs> if I can't dedicate the time to search, let me hop on this LinkedIn and make sure the LinkedIn um, account is right. 
And so by me doing that in the midst of everything else I was doing, you know, I was I was fortunate to get a call back. So I would definitely say, make sure you you put in your time, you you take your courses, you continue to work it step by step. And without a shadow of a doubt, you'll definitely land your first idle job. Oh, my gosh. Well, and I love that. And so so you you did it all in what? I mean, even taking your your slow path, I mean, what, yeah. like four or five months. Yeah, four or five months. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like, like I said, I didn't need, I like I applied to different instructional design jobs, but I didn't have the time to like follow up as I ordinarily would if I didn't have so much, so much going on. But like I say, I would de- like because I think most people's like three they normally from what I've heard is like three. They normally get theirs in like three, four months. Everybody, it's different for everybody based on your life and what you have going on. But I was kind of like, man, I really wish I really <laughs> wish I could dedicate more time because I got so much going on, but it still ended up working. And sometimes you just got to be, you got to be patient. You got to be persistent and just keep going. And just like you said, it's just those little, that little time you carved out just added up. And so here you are, you have your job and thank you so much, Corey, for coming on and sharing your journey. I, I really appreciate it. Most definitely, no problem. And I'll just say to everyone else out there, if you haven't joined the Idol Academy, do it now. Go for it. Oh my gosh. And I and then totally volunteer. I mean, I didn't even <laughs> twist your arm or anything. Nah, Thank it's you serious. so much, Corey. No problem, Dr. Sergeant. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at idolcourses.com. If you like this podcast and you want to become an instructional designer, an online learning developer, join me in the Idle Courses Academy where you'll learn to build all the assets you need to land your first instructional design job, early access to this podcast, tutorials for how to use the e-learning authoring tools, templates for everything course building, and paid instructional design experience opportunities. Go to idlecourses.com forward slash academy and enroll or get on the wait list. Now get out there and build transcendent courses.